Hello again, everyone. Jennifer Williams, Cobalt Banker, Gold Coast, and podcast host of Lux Life. We are also heard live on Wisdom Social Audio. Be sure to tune in and uh, as we share our knowledge and our wisdom. 30 years of real estate and construction knowledge and education, and uh, we know a thing or two here at Lux Life. So that is why we are so proud to be uh, affiliated with Cobalt Banker Global Luxury, located on uh, Michigan Avenue, the heart of the city, Gold Coast, and uh, coming to you with a worldwide audience. You know, our podcasts are heard around the world. So Earlier today, this morning, we, we released an episode called The Cost of Misrepresentation. And this, you know, that was more uh, speaking about a lawyer. Today, on the second podcast, because we did have a very busy weekend, um, we're talking this today about an unrepresented buyer and the agent-owned property. So why we're, we're uncovering this is, again, this happened this weekend, and it kind of goes in with cost and misrepresentation. Um, you know, we also have pitfalls and perils in real estate. Uh, you know, there are so many other podcasts. You know, you are your only competition. And, again, this falls right into unrepresented buyer and agent-owned property. So let's dive in. The... Agent, the unrepresented buyer and the agent owned property. So there is a property that um, actually I showed to one of my clients in in the uh, northwestern suburbs. And, you know, over the weekend, so there were some things with the property. Um, the structure was seemed, seemed fine. There were just different minute details and things that we picked up on while we were there. Um you know, cobwebs in the corners, uh, you know, when you have a, a seven-figure home, uh, you shouldn't have, and you're trying to sell it for a, a to, above top dollar, um, you know, it should be clean. We should be walking in, and it should be just smell good, immaculate, just fantastic property, right? This one was not. Um, so... We go through the property, we take a look, and we, you know, there were several other people because of the market and the location that, the, that this particular property was in. And, you know, the photos look great. Photos online looked amazing until you got into the property. You know, we get to the primary suite and we look in the primary bathroom and one of the light fixtures was hanging from the ceiling. That wasn't shown in the pictures that are online, that are still online. You know, there were so many defects and so many things. When you open the garage, the, the, the door to go to the garage, you noticed, you know, the home kind of felt like it was staged, and it was, and there's nothing wrong with staging. I'm a fan of it. But not when you put all of your stuff that you used, that you took out of the home, and you literally dump it into the garage, and it's just madness. You know, light switch covers were dirty. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe what we were walking into and through, especially in the location that we were at. 
So my clients still, you know, they were able to look past the surface thing and we, we put together some rough numbers of, of what they thought that cost would be, you know, what we really felt well, carrying costs would be and repair costs. And, um, you know, we took a look at it and we did submit an offer. Um, we haven't heard what, what the outcome of that offer is. And we're going to follow up here in a little while. And because highest and best was called for Sunday at 7 p.m. So... After, you know, again, what do I always say? Peel back the layers to the onion. So I took a look at this property, and, and as we were writing the contract, what I do is I actually pull all the disclosures or I request the disclosures if they're not online. They should be on the MLS for me to be able to review and include with our um, our offer. I typically write on, a, on the 7.0 for any of the real estate professionals listening. Um, so. I'm looking at the tax records and then I read the description that's in the public that, that you can find this description on realtor.com, Zillow, the MLS, you name it. It's on there. It's on the World Wide web. And I had to rewrite, reread the description four times. I, we also have what's called a private broker remark. And those private broker remarks are kind of like from broker to broker, you know, the agent's telling me, you know, the listing agent's telling me the buyer's agent, um, any pertinent information, say there's uh, you know, the, for, there was a piece of furniture that was used for staging and actually is not going to be a part of the sale, you know, make sure to exclude that, you know, that's, those are the kinds of things that are in the, in the private broker remarks. Nowhere in these remarks did it indicate that the listing agent was one of the owners? So I look back at the disclosures and they didn't even sign the disclosures. The other party, which would, was, is their husband, um, Signed all the disclosures. Their name's not even on the disclosures as a seller, only as a as only as an agent. That's a huge problem. You know, I do look and, and I see, you know, there is when we are putting in our, our our properties to the MLS, you know, we have all this description to write, we have all these boxes to check. And yes, this agent did check the one box, and it's at the very, 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 very bottom. Broker owned interest. Yes. But they did not sign as a seller the property disclosures. And when you pull the tax record, and when I confronted the seller about the, the seller slash listing agent, I, they, they chuckled. Oh, yes. Why, yes, I am. Okay. You know, that's why we peel back the layers of the onion here. That's why I take a look and we do our research. Can I miss something? Yes, I can. I'm human. You know, we, we take a look. An objective look, and we again, we are here to serve our clients in the highest and best interest that we we can. Do we make mistakes? Yes, we do. Um, they're very rare, but it's possible. So we take a look back. So we look at this. So I talk to my clients, and of course, I let my clients know that the seller is actually also the listing agent. You know, so at that point, I have a hard time asking questions. I mean, I'm going to ask them. I still did. 
you know, and this person proudly touts that, well, I'm the builder, the original builder of the home, so on and so forth. That was no nowhere said in here. You know, one original, one owner, custom built. That's great. Um, and the other kicker to this is this particular agent was holding an open house this weekend. So what happens when an unrepresented buyer calls a listing agent because they don't see it in the description that this is agent-owned property? And what happens if an unrepresented buyer contacts the agent and starts pouring out their heart story and telling their, their story to the listing agent, who's also one of the sellers? So is that listing agent, who is that listing agent going to act in the best interest of? This unrepresented buyer or themselves? So at this open house, who set the open house? Was it the agent slash seller who set the open house? But because they have, you know, you can look here, right here. And actually, they're named as number one on the tax records. So... And so just I'm not saying that every time you go to an open house, um, you know, there's a there's something like that. Do your research, you know, talk to the agent, talk to an agent, talk, find an agent, give us a call, send us a text message, um, 708-710-9266. Do some homework, do some research and make sure that the open house that you're going to, you know, who's the seller? Um, does it have an agent owned interest or ask that when you call? If you're going to call an agent, you know, if you're going to call someone on a property that you're interested in, ask flat out if that agent is a seller or has any interest in that property. You know, if you have a real estate agent you're working with and you walk into an open house, <clears throat> we always tell all of our people, don't say a word or let me know. I'll go with you. You know, we'll send someone with you so you have representation because there are certain things that you can say that you can divulge that can be used against you in negotiations. You know, if you say, oh, I have got to find a house. This is the perfect house. I love it, love it, love it. I would do anything to get it. Well, guess what? Your, uh, your thoughts of getting a deal or, or getting anything uh, just went out the window. So, you know, where is this going to go? I don't know. Um, like, I, you know, whether we get the offer or not, my clients, you know, if we win the contract, we do, we do, we don't, we don't. My clients are well aware of the fact that one of the sellers is actually the listing agent. And then that makes them question and brings in the question of, well, what else are they hiding? Well, what else is going on? And when I contacted this agent and asked a few questions, you know, at first they said the water heater was three years old. The roof was three years old. Then I called them back and, you know, we were playing a little bit of phone tag and talked to them. I had a few more questions and uh, was still looking for the property disclosures. And then the uh, roof was three to five years old. So which was it? You know, a roof is a pretty expensive undertaking. I would have, and as an agent, I would have a real good idea of what year my roof was redone. And I would have the receipts uh, readily available for anybody to review. 
So am I saying don't go to an open house? No, not at all. Am I saying that every agent at an open house, is, you know, has a has an interest in the property as a as a seller? No. Um, a lot of times, it's where new agents will, you know, start their business. Uh, will gain their knowledge. Will get their feet wet. But new agents uh, likely have somebody that's a mentor. They have a a brokerage firm that's that's watching over them and making sure that they don't make mistakes. Um, making sure that they are serving the, pu- the public in the highest and best interest. So ask that question, because if you're an unrepresented buyer and you walk into an agent-owned property, that agent also, you know, it would not be ethical for that agent to also take you on as dual agency. Now, whether this happened or not, I don't know, but still, they might seem fine and nice and they might be on another transaction but not when it comes to their own property. So know what you're walking into. Know when you're walking into. If you are working with a real estate agent, give that card to that other agent. Don't say anything. Tell your agent you are going. You know, if your agent is too busy or, um, you know, just, again, make sure you don't protect yourself because, remember, we are our only competition. There are times when we will strap up a conversation, we will say things, do things, and it, it we, turns against us. You know, we're real estate professionals. This is our job. But this is wrong. Under no circumstances should, you know, this, in my opinion, my professional opinion, personal opinion, it should be clearly disclosed to the public in the description that it's agent owned. I would. So thank you for tuning in everyone. Hopefully that hopefully everybody's enjoying our podcast. You are enjoying our, um, everything that we are bringing to our platform, our worldwide audience. We are live here on wisdom, social audio, and we are the recorded version is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, audible everywhere. Google us, Jennifer Williams Broker, or Jennifer Williams Chicago. You can find us on uh, social media everywhere at. You have a question, you have a comment, you have a concern, and our phones are ringing, so we will go ahead and end our podcast now. 708-710-9266 at Jennifer Williams Broker on social media. You can also find us, at, send us an email, jensellslux at gmail.com. I am Jennifer Williams. I am your podcast host, Lux Life, realtor, Cobalt Banker, Gold Coast, Global Luxury, proud member of Women's Council of Realtors and uh, Chicago Association of Realtors as well. Thank you for tuning in and have a great day.